Dan. Tom, how are you, mate? Good, mate. How's things? Yeah, really well, thanks. I got a bit of a cold, people might realise. Oh, I see. I see. Um, <laughs> is it a cold or is it? Uh, is there something else going on? Uh, no, I think it's just a cold, but um, because of uh, that disease I have where the immune system is... Uh, you know, oh, yes. shot. compromised. Yes, <laughs> I might. Uh, yes. I might not be around yeah. for many more ad laws. The one that that famous uh, basketball player also struggled with, uh, Kobe Bryant's disease. <laughs> I think they, uh, they they call it famous Laker. Uh, uh, yeah, famous Laker. Yeah, that anyway. was, that was the guy. That Go was on. the guy. Go um, on. That's a great way to start. By the way, <laughs> or age jokes. Age yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'll be honest, it's probably not the worst start we've ever had. It's not the worst we've ever had, no. And um, you know what? We'll uh, probably have worse going forward. Now, Dan. Yes, Tom. Dan, um, while we're on the subject of um, past mistakes, past misrememberings, past errors, um, past uh, oversights of uh, past, you know, failures of judgment. Get on it. Um, how we're, we're a history podcast, so you know we, we can go back. We can go back as far as we like. That's right. Uh, we can go back eighteen thirty six. We can go back further than that. We can go back sixty thousand years, mate. But mm-hmm. um, I'm going to take us take you back. Uh, I, I, th- I think this is um, the furthest back we've gone for a while, actually. Okay. Um, 1954, Dan. Ooh. 1954. Saturday, the 16th of January, 1954. And this that, that was is a little... when the uh, Gibson Les Paul was released, the famous what, that guitar. that exact day? No, that year. <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> if that was the exact day. Oh, it you're might fucking, be. Fucking, you're like some absolute guitar savant, and I didn't like, know that. To this, extreme like, autist, yeah. <laughs> extreme, extreme autistic like, guitar <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> I just had no realisation that you were tapping into. And uh, purely because you got a book, you got you got sent a book on famous guitars, didn't you, by a Fender? <laughs> yes, so I that's did. A story, so. That's a story That's a story. for another time. That's I a think, story in itself, how I got sent a book, yes. Yeah, it sure is. Now, Dan, this is a, a news article that was um, shared on the Haunts of Adelaide Facebook page a couple oh, of weeks ago. Our mate, um, uh, Alan Tiller. Alan, yeah, he's the former, he was the uh, the Emerging Historian of the Year uh, three years ago, or two years ago. Yeah, shout us. out to him. And um, particular shout out to him because the first time we mentioned him, you gave him, well, we gave him a fair bit of shit. Uh, no, I didn't give a shit. I just said he was uh, he was you know a psychic ghost tour um, aficionado, which is not which is not a not lie. True. But yeah. uh, well, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's it, it's not a lie. It's just that we suggested that he was um, pushing the pro ghost agenda, where he's actually a bit of a skeptic who yeah, tries to right. use um, the scientific method to challenge um, you know the bullshit. That is ghosts um, <laughs> of people claiming that ghosts are real, but he yeah. um he loves us so and we love him too so and we're gonna we we have been in talks we're gonna team up and do something one day it's gonna be yeah rad. well I, I I'm thinking I'm thinking if we, if we I think we just go down a fucking rabbit hole with some of this paranormal stuff because Dan this this um this item that he shared from 1954 I'm I can guess title. I can guess what it is because 1954 was like the height of um. Uh, like uh, UFO phenomena. Oh, Dan, you 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 got it in one, mate. Flying and, saucers in the South Australian air. And this is very timely because I've read somewhere on um online this week that a bunch of um people plan on um storming Area Fifty One. Area Fifty One, yeah, I saw. I saw. <laughs> they reckon they're going to get about two hundred thousand people down there under the premise, <laughs> like <laughs> well, they <laughs> they yeah. cut. Ca- 
they can't stop us all. And like, I bet you. Yeah. Like how many people would you reckon? You, how many people like, would you? Yeah. That's well. That's it. Twenty thousand people sign up, and you'll get twenty people there. Yeah. How many people would you need? Do you reckon to storm a place with um to to make it effective without just everyone getting shot? Well, now that they've told everyone, they're going to put extra security on, obviously, and tighter security. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd need at least like five or 10,000 to make it worthwhile. But this is what's, this is what's problematic, right? Because it's like it's obviously a government facility and there's like secret stuff there, which is, you know, probably secret stuff that they've developed. It's yep. not UFOs. It's just, you know, shit that's being developed. And so obviously they need to, um, you know, keep it as a secret test site or whatever. But if they put extra security on and, you know, push it, you know, get everyone away and, you know, hoard people onto buses and arrest them and take them off. Yep. That's just going to further fuel the um, conspiracy nuts being like, they've got something to hide. They arrested everyone. And it's like, no, it's because you guys told them the day and the time that you were going <laughs> to fucking right. storm a secret government facility. And they, of course, are going to arrest you. Like, what yeah. do you think was going to happen? That's right. And, um, you know, they're just going to move all the good shit that they don't want seen anyway. And when yeah, exactly. they when they storm exactly. the place, they're going to open it. And it's just going to be, you know, yeah. oh, look. It's, 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 it's going to be an empty hangar and just like a guy just, just sitting there in his tidy whities um, just reading a book. Just reading, <laughs> just just watching the X-Files. It's just, just a- like... It's just Alan Tiller. I'm one of you. Yeah, it's just Alan Tiller in there like, you know, yeah. It's like, oh, hello. <laughs> just psych, psyched. Psyched you out, guys. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. All right. 1954. So, South so Australian, though. This is yeah. This is what's awesome about it. It's South Australian, right? So obviously the uh, the flying saucer phenomena went global. Yep. And this is by Frank Shaw of the Mail. Now that's not the Adelaide Mail. The Adelaide Mail is, oh. is fake news. Hundred percent fake news. Um, I'm really enjoying their um, their once I say one sided Instagram feud with uh, shit Adelaide because <laughs> shit Adelaide obviously do not fucking care. <laughs> Uh, they clearly do because they started doing satirical news, which was terrible. So that's yeah. all I have to say. Uh, but um, AdelaideMail.com, check it out. It's a, a thing I run with my um, my other one friend that I have. So yep, it's yep. good, good it's, stuff. It's, it's it's good for a laugh. It's good for a laugh. I'll, for I'll a laugh and a half. Laugh. But anyway. Okay, so this is by Frank Shaw of the Mail, and um, let, let's hit it, Dan. Let's go. Let's let's make it happen. South Australians are report uh, report. Flying saucers, previously rarities, and they've suddenly become commonplace. Okay. More more than a dozen reports have been made, either officially to authorities or unofficially to news. <laughs> like, it's a, unofficially, like some guy at a pub told his mate he, th- he thought he saw a flying saucer once, and it's like, unofficial report. No, that um, was just... Unof- <laughs> There was just his wife mad at him. She was throwing dishes. He's like, oh, there yeah, were saucers <laughs> flying everywhere. And they're like, oh, flying saucers. Just ducking, just ducking and weaving. <laughs> I actually I actually saw there's some fucking ad came up in my um, in my social media feed t- uh, the other day, which was for like a tiny little flying, um, tiny <gasps> miniature flying. I got the um, same one. It's like, it looks like a hockey puck almost. It looks like a hockey puck, yeah. yeah. But it's like a tiny miniature um flying um frisbee right? yeah it looks like rad you, you, actually you, like you, you ditch it at the ground and it like gets air and flies and the the fucking comments were amazing and, and it was like you know who wants to buy one of these or who wants to get one of these with the caption and the top one of the top comments was like um i'm planning to lose my virginity before the age of 40 so no thank you <laughs> it's like so good <laughs> Just, i actually uh, thought it looked rad i wanted to get one well you oh maybe well Christmas Christmas is not that far away now Dan we're into we're into the new financial year so um when you get your tax return when you get your thousand dollars from uh, 
from Scomo. <laughs> oh man, I refuse to call him Scomo. Fuck that. I'm not giving. I'm not. I'm not using a nickname you've given yourself. You twat. You shit your pants in a uh, in Engadine Maccas in 1997. I'm not giving you a nickname. But Scott Morrison, when he gives you your your money, the honourable um, Scott Morrison. No, get fucked. Um, go out and buy. <laughs> go out and buy yourself um, some frisbee. Yeah, I don't right, know Dan. what it's called. All right. So, yes. common, commonplace and uh, uncommon and unofficial reports of UFOs. Sure. More than a dozen reports have been made, yet why um, has this state suddenly become the target for interplanetary <gasps> reconnaissance patrols wow. now that uranium has been discovered within 30 miles of Adelaide? There we go. That's what close. About, yeah, yeah. Well, what I love about that bit is, like, it just, it just starts with this, like, hysterical... Um, like it poses like it just like it it just speculates with like a you know poses like a really full on speculative question to begin the article and yet like that's not like that's not where the conclusion that I would jump to at all I would just assume because it's 1954 but people have read too many UFO comic that's books right. and stuff like that and they just they're you know they're seeing shit left right and center but it, I love that it starts the article in you know, in the, the local newspaper, this isn't like some some weird, um, you know, some fringe publication. This is this is you know, one of the two <laughs> newspapers of the time. Yeah, and it just straight up starts the article with like, "Is it because they found uranium and now we're part of interplanetary <laughs> reconnaissance patrols?" It's like uh... it's like they need fuel for their for their uh, machines. Quick, hide the uranium. Well, that that's like one of the things, isn't it? Like one of yeah. the big. Um, like explanations that people give as to why um, aliens started, you know, visiting the Earth because they're like, oh, they're really worried about us having nuclear weapons and the danger that we can do with them and all this stuff. And it's like, they don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, or is the or. current crop of sightings a sample of the mass hysteria? Collective illusion, which has swept America since 1947. Ah, there we go. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with that one. In Adelaide, an expert committee sponsored by the (laughs) news. (laughs) An expert committee. Was Alan Tiller on this? How old's Alan? Well, I don't know. 1954. Maybe. I don't know. We have to check with him. I don't know. He's got some pretty gray hair. Well, okay. Well, (laughs) hmm. Potential. Potential. He surely would have been a little kid in 1954, though. Alan descends all time. Go yeah, on. he was cryogenically frozen. That's why. Probably. <laughs> um, Alan so, is an yeah. alien. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's what that's it, it is. And that's why he's trying to like um, throw yeah. us throw us off the scent. We were on. Yeah, I, Alan Tiller is actually uh, an anagram of um, alien. <laughs> alien <laughs> rat. It probably, it probably is. <laughs> we got to figure this out. Alien okay. rat. Um, okay. Okay. Where's the oh, yeah, R? It is. I alien it. I rat. It and he looks like a rat with all his like long grey hair. Alan's an alien rat. Boom. We we've solved the mystery. This is now um, a um a paranormal podcast. Dude, <laughs> it's yeah, no longer we, a history we, podcast. We've just got to go straight for the um for the Alan Jones just fucking tinfoil hat <laughs> lunacy. Um uh, in Adelaide, a committee sponsored by the news and the mail has been formed to give careful consideration to the flying saucer reports. Like, literally, they just got together on a, on a Thursday afternoon and, yeah. and had a coffee and sat in the office and were like, do you reckon <laughs> it's real? Nah. Basically what we're doing now. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Uh, eminent scientists and authorities in the field of flying and meteorology will try to define what the objects were that people have seen. Okay. Um, okay. So, all right, and then it goes on to, like, give um, some of the reports, and some of them are pretty pretty awesome. Yep. Um, okay, so the Adelaide reports this year have included, uh, on January the 8th, Mr. C.C. Vono of uh, Colonel Light Gardens, my neck of the woods, um, saw a parachute-shaped object glowing brightly and moving slowly southwards as he and a companion were driving down Weymouth Street about 9pm. Probably a parachute, mate. Probably an actual parachute. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I saw, a, um, I saw a UFO. It was a plane-shaped object. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, heading towards that late airport. Past Edinburgh, yeah, I was driving past Edinburgh uh, <laughs> RAF base, and I'm pretty sure I saw uh, some sort of parachute-type object, possibly with a man in green khakis uh, floating <laughs> from it, which I assume is an alien. UFO. Um, yeah, January, uh, sorry, January the 8th, so same day. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. J. J. Ferguson, an AF Boodle of uh, Kalingandu, saw a bright object in the northeast sky about 9.30 p.m. Just a star, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, a flying object, that's the moon, mate. Yeah, not, 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 particularly, not particularly convincing at all. Um, January 9th. Okay. Um, Busy so this week. is the next day. Mr. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. W.J. Hornby uh, of Port Road Highmarsh uh, at 10.49 p.m. saw a crescent-shaped object, orange in colour, flash in the sky. <laughs> crescent moon? It's, yeah, literally like they saw a fucking moon. It's, it's literally like that. Well, oh, um, we're, getting a, we're getting a report every day. Someone's seeing something in the sky. Yeah, it seems to be uh, seems to be uh, lots of reports. Uh, we get one in the morning of, of people. <laughs> like, I, I I went out in the uh, in the morning, and there was there appeared to be some sort of fluffy, um, sort of fluffy cotton wool type uh, material floating <laughs> above my house, um, on a blue background. Not sure what that's about. Um, January the ninth, so same day again. Mister and Mrs. D M Sherrick of Seaview. Saw a bright planet-like object hovering and moving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you saw a fucking planet. <laughs> Went outside and it was a round planet-like object, um, kind of uh, in the sky. <laughs> um, and uh, it must have been some kind of weaponized alien, um, some kind of weaponized alien laser. Because I'm now blind. I can't <laughs> see anything um, just from looking at it. For an extended period of time. For an extended period of time, <laughs> trying to work out what it was. Um, saw a bright planet-like object hovering and moving vertically and sideways for about 45 minutes from 2.30am, okay. about 15 degrees above the western horizon. They were just drunk. Just, they were Almost looking at certainly. the sun and they were pissed. Yeah. Yep. Almost certainly. January the 12th, so a couple of days later, okay. um, two people, a woman at Morrock um, and a man at Borough, saw an object streaking along northwest over the river districts leaving a trail of white smoke as a fucking plane <laughs> it's probably a 10 a.m at, at, at 10 a.m and brilliant sunlight okay i'll right. tell you this though um i was at um uh west beach not too long ago and i was sitting on the sand and my kids were playing near the water and yep. um i heard this thing and it was it sounded like like that and the woman sitting next to me she was about five meters away she's like Whoa, did you see that? And I looked up at the sky and there was like this jet stream and mm. um, 
yeah, we went online later and everyone's like, whoa, did everyone see that meteor like through the sky and oh, it happened it at sunset and it left, left a really cool streak. So that like uh-huh. in the fifties, people would have thought that was a UFO. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, people, people now would think it's UFOs because yeah, you know, people are idiots. People are idiots. Yeah. It's, it's just that thing. It's like, you can't even discuss certain things now without some fucking moron jumping in. It, like it's every time, um, you know, like when the um, when they brought out the um, first man movie with uh, is it Ryan Gosling plays the part of um, uh, the first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong. Yeah, I don't know. And and rather, and rather than just being like, oh yeah, it's great, it's a, it's a movie that's chronicling a bit of American history. Look, great, let's go to the movies and see this film or whatever. Yeah, just descended into you know you couldn't every time that they would put like an ad for it on on you know social media or whatever. It would just descend into people being like, we never went to the moon. This is so stupid. I can't believe they're like, you know, making money off this. And it's like, come on. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, Nate Max. (laughs) (laughs) Nate Max. Nate Max. Everyone follow Nate Max. Just look it up. uh, N-A-T-E Max. He runs a podcast um, and it is cooked. It is the most cooked thing ever. Like every single thing ever is a conspiracy. Yeah, um, isn't he? He's really into um, being an idiot. He, yes, he's really into that. Well, that yes, yes, definitely. Um, but he's also very into um, what? What do they call it when it's like um, um, the jet streams? When the like the jet streams from oh planes. chemtrails, chemtrails. That's he's, it. Yeah. No, he's kind of gone off that, and he's really anti-vax at the moment. So it's hilarious to watch. Oh, he's very yeah. Anti-vax. You got You got to follow okay. him on Twitter. He's hilarious. So I think he's I tagged you. I think I tagged you in something the other day, and I was like, just left a comment like, "Hmm, really makes you think, doesn't it, Tom?" And something well, uh, yeah, that was absolutely ridiculous. That, yeah. yeah. So he's not into uh, he's not into the chemtrails anymore. He's gone. No, he's, the chemtrails. He's, he's still cooking it up a bit. But anyway, back to the story. Yeah. All right. Um. So on January fourteenth, Mrs. C. W. Huxtable. Um. Of a fire brigade officer. I love how they add that. Like, <laughs> oh, so it's Mr. C. W. Huxtable. Um, a fire brigade officer, and I love how they they add that he's a fire brigade officer because that's supposed to add it some <laughs> additional legitimacy. Which <laughs> I like how they've given no one else's um employment, but they're like, oh, this guy's a respectable member of society. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, mm, it's still, it's still, uh, it's still, it's it's still probably just mistaken. Uh, saw a shiny silver object at eleven twenty-five a.m. It's a star. It horizontally at first, yeah. And and oh, I am I am. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. So, oh, well, must be legitimate then. Must be. Must be. 100%. <laughs> well, he was a firefighter. He knows it wasn't a fire. <laughs> you imagine if that was like people's response. It's like but they they initially begin just by being heaps skeptical, and they're like, oh, well, that must be legitimate then. It's like as soon as <laughs> a firefighter uh, said it, Tom. God. Yeah, that's right. A firefighter said it. It must be. It must yeah. be a hundred percent. So funny. Um, so yeah, it, it moved. Uh, sorry, it moved horizontally at first, and then shot up high at high speed and disappeared. Okay, well I can't explain that one. All right, well, well there you go, Dan. There you go. Um, the fire and the fiery got us. Mister C D Dallow of uh, C D Dallow. That's going to be a fake. <laughs> these name. all sound, these all sound like fake names. He's also a little bit seedy. Of Ferriden Park, saw a banana-shaped object brightly lit moving at high speed from the direction of hills from a gill at a ra- out to sea at 11.55pm. Boomerang. Someone was just chucking a boomerang over his head. Unexplained. A number of these reports were quickly, quickly cleared up. The planet Jupiter, low on the horizon, dispelled doubt about some. 
Um, sorry, uh, spelled doubt about some, and a high-flying vampire jet fighter leaving a vapor trail accounted for the for others. Okay. Okay. So there's actual rational explanations, but was there something more than imagination in the explained reports? Definitely. Do they fall into? <laughs> there was there was lies because people wanted yeah. to get their name in the paper. <laughs> Old mate's taking the paper down to the fireys office. Like, oh, I got my name in the paper. Yeah, definitely. They were lying. Yep. Yeah. Um, do they fall into the one report in 10 class, which science, aviation authorities, and qualified observers are unable to explain? The one report in 10 class. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and remember, there is a mounting file of reports in the US, Britain, and other countries which are baffling, uh, are as baffling now as on the day that they were reported. Oh so all they're, all they're saying is that like, there are sometimes things that we just can't fucking explain. Yeah, that's, that's right. Basic, and they, but it's they, purely because we don't have enough information. It's not that's right. And it's they are, good. by nature, unidentified flying objects. They're like, hey, it was something and we sure it's, you know, there's some reason yeah. behind it, but we just don't know what it was. Yeah, but this is but that kind of stuff is what like feeds conspiracy stuff because it's like MH370. It's like probably the pilot crashed into the sea, but because we haven't got it, we we can't really work out yeah what happened to it, right? But we can speculate and and but people are like, oh well, it, they must have flown it and landed it somewhere, and the people have been you know all given new identities, and it's like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> why are you why are you jumping to the most ridiculous conclusion when there's a really like simple rational one that's available? We just can't know for sure uh, it's because we it. it's because we as humans like a bit of excitement in our life and we like to sure. think there's there's more sure. of it than this like i as a kid i, I used to um uh in, in the primary school library there was this book about ufos and i remember checking it out and i like reading all up on it and i thought it was really cool uh, yeah. But then as I grow up, I'm like, man, it's, it's probably not really. As you grow up, you were like, oh, that wasn't my proudest wank. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't my worst either, though, to be honest. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. Um, those interested in flying saucers appear to fall into two categories, the believers and the disbelievers, okay. both actively partisan. The believers follow the line taken by authors such as George Adamski, Desmond Leslie, who, with, with their books, Flying Saucers Have Landed, uh, which is a current bestseller in America. Uh, the book is a first-hand account of a supposed landing of a spacecraft from Venus. Wow. Maiden, and <laughs> Adamski claims he talked in sign language with an occupant who stepped from the strange craft. Leslie contributed to the book. Uh, Leslie's contribution to the book is a bitter tirade against Professor Donald H. Menzel, professor of ast- astrophysics at Harvard University. I'm going to bet that that guy's a bit more fucking switched on, who is a leading member of the disbelievers. Yeah, because what? Yeah, because he does... <laughs> Because he's intelligent and he works at an Ivy League <laughs> university. Yeah. Menzel's book, Flying Saucers, published last year, sets most of the saucer reports under the following headings. Optical he's, illusions. He's no meteors. firefighter, though. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. He's no firefighter. <laughs> so he lists the majority as optical illusions, meteors, planets and stars distorted by the atmospheric conditions, cobwebs blowing free. <laughs> cobwebs! <laughs> <laughs> Literally someone looking through a window and being like, I saw something. And it's like, no, it was a cobweb. It was a cobweb-shaped object. That's there was a huge <laughs> alien on the inside with a red back. Uh, so, that's so funny. Uh, red, uh, this is interesting. Red corpuscules inside the eye. So people actually having like bits of floating shit in their eye. Yeah, I actually, I have this thing. I don't know if everyone has it, but if you look at the, if I look at a clear blue sky long enough, I'll start to see things like floating around. Like, and it's like, floating bits in your eye. Like, yeah, floating bits in my eye. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah, mate. And yeah, I remember the eye. first time I, I just happened to be doing it. Um, and you were like, it's fucking like, you're <laughs> fine. I was like, oh, quick, someone wrote to the mail. So I'll get a firefighter here. I've got, I've got all these flying saucers. Where's oh, Alan? Where's yeah, Alan? Where's Alan? Rat? 
We need we need alien rat and a firefighter to double check this. Yeah. Um, weather balloons and um, air layers causing refraction of car headlights, the sun or sorry, a refraction of car headlights, the sun or moon. Menzel, of course, cannot explain every report, but like we said before, you'll never be able to explain everything. Some yeah. have only sketchy details, and there is disparity in different reports of the same objects. But he believes, along with men like the astronomer Royal uh, Sir Harold Jones. U.S. Air Force Chief General Hoyt. Well, U.S. Air Force Chief would be denying UFOs, wouldn't he? He's got something to hide. <laughs> um, and the CSIRO radio physicists, um, radio physics chief, sorry, Dr. D. F. Martin. Um, they believe that even those reports which cannot be explained at the moment will eventually be found to have an explanation, and that is neither supernatural or sinister. In the meantime, though. Oh. There is conjecture that secret weapons being tested are responsible for a percentage of the reports. This is quite within reason. Some of the early reports from South Australia are known to be associated with flight trials of pilotless guided aircraft. Ooh. Ooh. Drones. Back in 1954. Shit, son. Like the Jindavik at Woomera. Radar control. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Say that word again, Tom. Jindavik. No, where? At Woomera. Woomera. What did I say? That's Woom- what I said. I said Woom- Woom- You said Woomera. <laughs> I said, yeah, it's Woomera. W-O-O-M-E-R. Yeah, it's pronounced Woomera. And um, yeah, that's kind of like the place where all our... How is Woomera any different from Woomera? Woomera. Don't worry. We're getting Mate, too far. it's written Woomera. <laughs> and that's yeah, how I'm pronouncing it. Jindavik, or any other pilotless machine, drones, as we now call them, can be subjected to extreme changes of course and flight that would normally be impossible in manned aircraft because of blacking out effects on the crew. Uh, Basically, yeah, you can withstand wacky G-forces. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Is the discovery of uranium at Maiponga linked with the many reports of current flying sources. My Ponga, Pop Festival, 1971. Ah, well, that's right. Are South Australians gazing excitedly at the skies becoming victims of mass hysteria and collective illusion? I think that's probably almost certain. Probably. Especially as the reports that they've actually given us so shit. It's like literally someone looks out in front of their house and sees something in the sky. Um, a radar screen in operation at the National Airport, Washington, um, it suggests, uh, indicates dark spots... And objects uh, can be identified in the sky, in the air. Oh, no, sorry, that's just a picture. Okay, that, uh, okay. anyway, that's the end of the article. Okay. Um, are, are South Australians gazing excitedly at the skies, becoming victims of mass hysteria and collective illusion? Pretty much. But tell, let me tell you something, Tom. I think so, yeah. I was outside earlier today uh, uh, playing with the kids, yep. looked up towards the sky, as it were. Yep. And I saw a bird-shaped object moving oh my gosh. through the sky. Oh, my gosh. And it went, it wasn't still. It went in s- several different directions, oh, horizontally, fuck. vertically, and uh, even emitted some sort of noise. So um, <gasps> I, um, How would you I was, describe I was the noise? very worried I was going to be taken on board this object. Um, oh, yeah. And, and to... Save and potentially probed in the yeah so anal s- passage yeah so to save time I quickly rushed inside grabbed some lubrication yep. and uh, lubed up my anus <laughs> to yep. just, in, just case. in case you know just in case um, 
Nothing and, happened. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's me. that's unfortunate. T- 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 um, t- your t- kids t- were pretty alarmed, I imagine. Tizzo was just a magpie, so, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, reasonable steps to take as well. Definitely. And you know, if they if they were to come down and um, penetrate you um, uh, anally, uh, jokes on them because, uh, as we know from the start of the episode, you have AIDS. <laughs> Thank you, Alan Tiller, you alien rat. Take it easy. Uh, have a laugh. Have a lol. Thank it's, you, uh, thank you very much to uh, the Horns of Adelaide, by the way, for always they always share our stuff, which is amazing. So yeah, they we do. appreciate they do. it so much. They do. And, Check them and out. It's, su- it's such quality content as well. So have a laugh. <laughs> have a lol. It's AIDS a lol. Ah! <laughs>